Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, uh, let's do this. Sam Monson, Pro Football Focus and Lead NFL Analyst, now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline at PFF underscore Sam. Sam, how you doing? Doing good. How about you? I am doing well. So you had the top 50 list, um, and I think what raised a lot of eyebrows was uh, the lack of names. That would be uh, Aaron Rodgers and maybe a guy like Zadaria Smith. Let's start with Aaron Rodgers, though, and and the thought of his play, where he's at in his career right now. Uh, when you start to look at quarterbacks throughout the league, where would you rank Aaron Rodgers? I mean, I think he'd have been the next quarterback on that list so the last quarterback in the list was Deshaun Watson uh, in the 40s somewhere and we debated you know would you put Watson or Aaron Rodgers as the last quarterback on the list and I think ultimately they're kind of in a similar area I think we just thought that their trajectories are heading in different directions so you know Watson's star I think is ascending he's 80 percent as good as guys like Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson and the very best quarterbacks in the NFL, but he just has those bad games every now and again that Russell Wilson used to have, and he's kind of eliminated those from his game in the past couple of seasons, whereas Rodgers, he just isn't the player that he used to be. You know, we haven't seen that 2014 version of Aaron Rodgers for a while now, at least not for more than one game at a time every now and again. And down the stretch last year, his, his grade was really poor. I mean, he was, I think, the 17th, ranked quarterback in the NFL over the last half of the season. You know, we had that one big game in the playoffs, and then um, and then it was back to status quo again. So I think we'd, we're just seeing, you know, Rodgers slip a little bit from the, the very, very top echelon of quarterbacks. Uh, I wanted to ask you about Zadarius Smith. Zadarius Smith uh, came on like gangbusters last year and really put up yeah. a solid season for the Green Bay Packers uh, and had uh, almost a, like a career year when you talk about sacks, 13 and a half sacks last season he had. So do we expect, because the, the, the best season he had had was 2018, and that was eight and a half sacks, as we all know. So you tell me, is he ascending or was last year, do you think, an aberration? And that's really why he didn't make the list. You know, he led the league last season in total pressures, uh, quite a, you know, apart from the sacks. So he had 93 pressures, which is a massive number. But the previous career high he had was 60. Um, and his, his PFF grade jumped 10 points as well. So everything about him, his grade just jumped monstrously last season. It was a, a massive career year for him, a, a real outlier compared to everything he's done in the past. And, Sure, the situation is different. Obviously, he comes to a new team in Green Bay from Baltimore. So you can look at it favorably and say, hey, he just found the right situation and this is the player that he is. Or you can say, really, there hadn't been any evidence that that guy was there before and maybe we just got this 
incredible career year out of him. So when you're talking about the best 50 players in the NFL, um, I, I think we kind of err on on the side of caution. You know, guys that had incredible years last season. Zadarius was one of them. Eric Kendricks of the Vikings was another one. We just want to see it again before we're going to put them in that top 50 list. But I think for Zadarius, he probably ends up landing somewhere in the middle. I don't know that it's possible for him to sustain the kind of play that he had last year. But I think we've probably seen enough to say that he'll be better than he'd been for his you know previous career baseline. So maybe we'll see him split the difference somewhere and become you know this consistent uh, double-digit sack guy, but somewhere who's not going to lead the league in pressures every year. Talking with Sam Monson, Pro Football Focus and lead NFL analyst there. Um, I want to talk about the Packers. We always talk offense, but I want to talk about the Packers defensively. Uh, not a lot has changed since we saw San Francisco run the ball pretty heavily against them. Uh, they believe it's gap discipline. They believe it was just you know more analytics things for guys on the field to be thinking about. And then obviously the addition of Kirksey, who has more speed and uh, they believe more ability than than Blake Martinez. Has this defense? Do you think does it have the ability to get exponentially better, or or not? Um, I think they certainly like a lot of the pieces in place and expect them to improve this season. It's a little bit like the 49ers a year ago when everybody spent all offseason saying they needed defensive backs and they needed to add to that area of the field. And they said, look, we like the young guys in place. We think they'll be better next year. And they were. Um, I I think that NFC championship game was all about gap discipline and just it was bad. Um, mental football rather than bad physical football. Like you don't give up that level of yardage on the ground if everybody is where they're supposed to be because it's just more difficult now to move players that far out of the way to to open up those kinds of holes. You need guys to blow up or to blow their own plays on defense, blow their gap assignments in order to have that level of rushing success. So I think a big, um, I think a big improvement will come from that kind of thing, just getting everybody on the same page, making sure they're uh, more closely aligned to what their responsibilities are. I don't think you'll see that kind of game manifest itself again, even if they run into, you know, another team like the 49ers that can run the ball extremely well. So from that point of view, I think they're right that they can take big steps forward without changing personnel too much. Um, You know, there's still potentially some weak spots on that defense, but I think overall there is talent to take steps forward. Uh, I wanted to ask you, going over to the offensive side of the football, they did not really pick up wide receivers. They didn't pick up any wide receivers in the draft. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, uh, you've got Equinemius St. Brown, obviously Devontae Adams, still one of the top receivers in the National Football League. But they're also counting on Mercedes Lewis, Jay Sternberger. They're counting on Robert Tanyan at the tight end position. And we saw last year Aaron Jones get better catching passes out of the backfield as a weapon, and then they went and picked up A.J. Dillon as well. So I, I wanted to ask you, when you see guys in their third year as a wide receiver, and Equinemia St. Brown sat out the entire season last year uh, banged up, when you see guys in their third year, are are we looking – their argument was that no other talent in the draft excelled or exceeded what it is they already had in their own stable. That's the reason they didn't go in that direction. So are we thinking to ourselves then that suddenly, you know, Equinemia St. Brown and Marquez Valdez-Scantling, these wide receivers are going to be exponentially better? We're going to see them get that dramatically better to where they can say, see, we didn't have to take a wide receiver. Is there statistics to back that up that in that third year that happens? 
There is. The third-year jump for wide receivers, it's always been a bit of a cliche. It is real. You do see um, league-wide, you see this growth curve at wide receiver that gets better and better for a couple of years. Um, so, so year three is a legitimate season. You expect to see receivers take some kind of jump. On the other hand, we're also seeing more and more receivers make that jump earlier, you know, whether it's year two, whether it's rookies. You know, if you look at the performance of guys like A.J. Brown or Terry McLaurin last year, you know, receivers are hitting the ground running quicker than they used to. Um, but then I think the other thing is that their draft spoke to this pivot in what this offense is going to look like. It's going to be more two tight end sets. It's going to be throwing to receivers out of the backfield more, whether it's Aaron Jones, whether it's even, you know, H back style players. I think they're scaling down what they expect of a second wide receiver. You've got Devontae Adams, who is, you know, as good as most receivers in the NFL, right up there with some of the very best. And then really they're just expecting one of Alan Lazard, uh, Valdez Scantling, Equinemia, Sim Brown to become you know, a vaguely viable secondary option at wide receiver, but might not even be the secondary option in this offense if the tight ends or the the, the running backs get the majority of the carries. So I, I generally, I, I would question the idea that there was nobody in the draft that could upgrade that spot immediately. But I, I think the logic that they would expect some of those guys to take a step forward or one of those guys to take a step forward this year is not crazy. Always a pleasure to talk to you, Sam. I appreciate the insight and the knowledge, and uh, we'll, we'll talk again soon, and hopefully we're talking uh, about the, the real possibility of football being played in front of fans and such come fall, okay? That would certainly be nice. Anytime. Take it easy. That'd be great. Thank you so much. Sam Monson, Pro Football Focus, lead NFL analyst, joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.